0: This is the Chocolate News Podcast. This week's podcast is sponsored by the Ohio Lottery. Keep it fun, Ohio. Play responsibly. I'm your co host, John Alexander Reese. And if you didn't know, the Cincinnati Herald has been around since 1955 and is the leading African American owned newspaper in the greater Cincinnati area and northern Kentucky area. And today we have with us our digital correspondent, Andrea Carter. How's it going, Andrea?
1: Fine, John. How are you today?
0: I am doing just fine. So, Andrea, what is the chocolate news of the week?
1: It the chocolate news this week has been um a little sad because we've lost several icons, well, I feel like this. We've lost three icons to the to the to the black community. We've had one entertainment legend apologize who's probably smarting from the act that he did. And then we have one um musician, our musical legend Release her new album and oh my God. So, you know, this is very exciting chocolate news this week. So I'll get started. Uh, first up of um, one of the legends that we lost is Mary Alice. And um, I, I don't think uh, when her death was announced, not a lot of people really recognized her, but um, I think everyone would recognize Mary Alice because she was the Oracle in Matrix Revolution. And if anyone remembers Matrix and the Oracle, she was a wise woman, very thoughtful. She, she, you know, she told her truth in a very unique way. And that was the Oracle Matrix. But Mary Alice, she has this, um, she was award-winning actress. She's won both a Tony and an Emmy. Um, she started in some original Broadway productions of Fences. She was one of the three singing daughters in Sparkle. And the, I'm talking about the original Sparkle um, in the movies. And, um, but I think really truly starred in other movies like Awakenings with Penny Marshall and Robert De Niro with Robin Williams. She was, um, in Charles Burnett's To Sleep With Anger. Um, she was in Brian De Palma's The Bonfire, The Vanities, but I think the most outside of the matrix that she's well known for is A Different World. She started in the early seasons of A Different World. And um, if anyone remembers that, um, you'll know who I'm talking about. She was also not i Fly Away. And she also played Oprah Winfrey's mother um, in The Women of Brewster Place. I'm going way back now. But I mentioned yeah. The Women of Brewster Place really way back. And Sparkle was in the 70s. So I'm dating. But if anyone who watched Irene Cara, Lynette McKee, and Dwan Smith, you, then you saw Mary Alice in that role as Effie. So um, I'm very sad to see her hear that she died but she was a wonderful actress and she'll be forever missed
0: it's always Um, sad when we lose a character actor though
1: oh yeah because she she's the she anyone who can play a good character actor they're the support that a leading actor leans on to have a good performance and um she will be very 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 missed um next up that we lost um for those in the trekkie world michelle nichols lieutenant uhura oh my god she was she broke the path for black women in the tv industry um she was the first black woman to kiss a black uh, white man on television she mm. she kissed captain kirk um i don't know how well anybody wants to kiss captain kirk but she, <laughs>
0: um
1: i mean a bit but you have to admit captain kirk at that time um he was portrayed by um
0: uh, William Shatner,
1: thank you. I can't believe I forgot William Shatner's name.
0: Um, James, James Tiberius Kirk.
1: Yeah, yes, I, you know what? I think my problem is William Shatner, for me, will always be William T. Kirk. Yeah. and <laughs> even though we've we've had other versions since then with other Star Trek movies, mm-hmm. like William Shatner, it to me is Captain Kirk. Yeah. Um, but the dynamic that Lieutenant Hera had with Captain Kirk was special. Um, especially in the in not so much in the tv series but in the movies there was more of a a great dynamic that Shatner had with all of the cast in Star Trek and the Star Trek movies and it was also a little bit more of a comedy at times as well right. her. so I think it was wonderful it's kind of sad that she um she she did die of natural causes um and she was known um, she did other TV appearances, but she was very well known at the Star Trek conventions. Um, um, and I'm just sorry to see her go because she, she plowed the way for women in Star Trek, no matter what.
0: Yeah. It's, in um, it's, it's sad that we're losing our original Star Trek crew. Um, you know, another one, you know, now we got, all we have now is uh, George Takei and I believe, um, well, we still got Bill Shatner, so that's good. But um they're dying, man. That's um, uh, it's real oh, sad.
1: You know what? You're right.
0: That's yeah. all
1: who's left. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, I, th-
0: I think it's just Bill Shatner, George Takei, and Walter Koenig. I think. Uh, yeah, I, 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 believe so. I, there might be, there might be a couple other people I'm not remembering, but yeah, they're.
1: But I mean, in terms of the core, the core cast.
0: Yeah, the core. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because oh, I think man. the last one. I think the last one was um. I believe Leonard Nimoy, he passed away in like 2016, I think. Oh,
1: yes. Oh, I was so sad when that happened.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. No
1: longer will someone part their fingers and you'll live long and prosper. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, And then um, for our sports fans, this really hurt. Bill Russell died.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: He is the best role model of any basketball player should emulate is Bill Russell. He was a man with a plan. He played a great game. He spoke his truth. But not only did he speak his truth, he marched for it. He always had some good good comments and good truth to tell. And he was not afraid of standing up for what is right and what is dignified. And um, they say he was always uncompromising. He always gave constructive comments, but and he stuck to his principles. And in the end, he never wavered from what is right and he playing a mean game on on the on the court i mean i know we got our greats but he i think he could give our today's greats a run for the money if he could play again Woo. yeah the man could play so um i'm sorry to see him go i know a lot of people were just struck dumb um when they learned that he he um he died. It's kind of sad.
0: Uh, it is. I saw so much. um I saw so much um, um love for him, uh, and I think he and he won like eleven NBA championships. Yes. I was like, that's incredible. Oh my goodness. He,
1: he he pushed the envelope, and when he retired, everyone um was just saddened because I mean, he's not just a Hall of Famer. He was five time the most valuable player and twelve time All Star. Wow, nobody has those numbers. Yeah. I mean, really, truly, everyone competes for doing a three pointer now and some other stuff, but he set the tone and the record of what a great ball player should be, and it's just un- unreal. it's just just it's just unreal. I never got to see him um growing up, I never saw him play because I just. At that time, I wasn't interested in basketball, but now I am. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, but I know who he was. And I see reruns. If you go on YouTube, you can see a few things. Right. So it's right. kind of sad, but I'm sorry to see him go. Moving on to another icon, Will Smith.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: I, I I guess I won't say icon. Well, no, you know what I take to Oh, yeah, you know an icon. He, he's an icon for what not to do in an upsetting moment. Yeah, that's that's true, like that. also,
0: that's true also.
1: So, I mean, for, um, it only takes, you know, what, what is the saying? That it takes a lifetime to achieve greatness, but it only takes a few seconds to destroy it. Will Smith is the best example of destruction Yeah. and regretting a slip that could last a lifetime or at least a world of hurt. And if anyone doesn't remember what Will Smith did, Um, during the Oscars this year when Chris Rock made a comment about his wife I forgot what his wife it it
0: was like it was a G.I. Jane 2 joke
1: oh that's what it was yeah Chris Rock made a G.I. Jane joke about Jada Pinkett and it was not accepted well and he went up and smacked Chris Rock live on television um which is kind of sad but he um he did what he did and he released a a videotape apology to Chris Rock about it. And I I really truly the slap occurred in March, and this is July. Yeah. And I I think he's regretting what happened. And I don't think the impact of what happened, he didn't feel that hurt until now. And I, I think he's now feeling really regret and really what have you. And he's trying to reach out across the waters and blah, blah, blah. And, um, but I think it's, you know, he says it's all fuzzy. He doesn't remember too much, but he's, he's, he's apologizing. And I, I think it's too little, too late. I mean, he made Chris rocks, a, a career. So, you know, he's yeah. got sold out shows all over the place, but, um, I think Will is going to take some time for him to recover from this. I think in his best interest, he should just maybe go away for a little while, write a book, contemplate, and come back, you know, with a project of his own making.
0: I I just hope someday Chris Rock, like, accepts his apology. and And the two men, they can just, like, just talk it out i mean i know like if there's like a like an interview or whatever it's probably gonna like have huge ratings and all that stuff but i just hope now that will just reached out and you know did a public apology i hope chris rock can someday you know forgive him because you know chris rock doesn't have to accept his apology and by all means he he wouldn't have to but i just hope someday chris rock can be the bigger man and accept it because um i just feel you know will smith you know he uh he came out he apologized he was a man about it and all this stuff and i just hope i just hope this whole mess can be like behind us and everything because it's because it's a shame you know because you know will smith is a great talent and i would hate to you know just i would hate for this to be his legacy because he's done such good work in the past i mean he finally won a best actor oscar for pete's sake so yeah. i i just hope this isn't his legacy but you know
1: i i i i, I, I Unfortunately, he's going to live with this for the rest of his life. Yeah, I and mean, he and Chris Rock will, yeah. will 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 be remembered as the guy who slapped someone on the Oscars. Chris Rock will be remembered as the guy who got slapped at the Oscars. Yeah, um, they're both gonna they're both victims of an action, unfortunately. But I think if Will comes out of it with a positive viewpoint. He'll come out stronger and maybe even a better person for it. Yeah. Um. This might be hitting a little bottom for him. Yeah. But you know, out of this, he can maybe turn it into something creative, whether it be rap, whether it be singing, whether it's you know going out and painting some stuff or whatever. I think he needs to take what has occurred, internalize it in a very productive way, creatively, and maybe. Right, you know, maybe shock the world with something so positive that we will say like, all right, well, you're the man, you know, how to turn something from lemonade into, you know, something from something bitter into lemonade or something like that.
0: Yeah,
1: right. So I'm, I'm just hoping for the best. Right. Um, also, what has happened, as you know, we had there were a number of primaries around the country. Ohio had their the second, I would say, part two of their primary last night. A lot of it was deciding who was gonna run in whatever district. I mean, it was very confusing for some people because the district that they're used to voting for was not, that's not their district anymore. I know I went to vote in the primary. I didn't even have anyone to vote for. Well, no, I take that back, I voted for one person. And um, I'm in Catherine Ingram's district. Mm. I never was in her district before. So I think that's interesting. And, you know, we now know who's running um, on the Republican side, who's running on the Democrat side. So we'll just have to see what happens. I think the good part about the primary is that even though not not a lot of people turned out.
0: Yeah, they said it was like 8%. I was like, wow, that's single digits. I said, geez, I'll yeah, at least get into double digits.
1: No, because the original primary was in May
0: yeah. and everyone
1: turned out for that. Right. Now you have this one and they're like, why? But there wasn't a lot of campaigning for this one either, if you notice. True. And there are a lot of, a lot of people were not opposed. So I think that was the best part about this primary. There were a couple of uh, races on the Republican side where you had opposition and not as much on the Democrat side because everyone just, they have their one candidate. We're going with it. Boom. And I think um, the, everyone's starting to gear up for, is the general election. And I I think we're gonna see, there's potential for everyone to win and there's potential for everyone to lose, depending on who turns out. And I'm just gonna encourage everyone to turn out and vote this November because it's very important that your voice is heard, even if you don't think checking a box is important, it is important. And I think with the way the country is going with the January 6th hearing, those who believe in Donald Trump's lies and everything else, they're getting in positions that could have you know, sort of stopped the 2024 election. I think we need to be prudent in who are we're electing to protect our democracy because it's more than just belonging to a party ideology or who your favorite person is winning. It's about the health of the country. And if we want to maintain what we like, then we need to step up and preserve our constitution in our country over politics. Right. So that's that's what I believe. And that's going to be my mantra from now on of, you know, we're more than just who's running for school board. We're more than running for who's, who's the mayor of our city or our state rep at the state house or you know, in the Congress and the Senate, it's about who is speaking up for us and maintaining um, the constitution and who will, is willing to do their job and uphold the laws of the country and not change them because you lost or not changing because you don't like the fact that the color of the country is changing and doesn't look like you anymore and you're scared of it. But anyway, so that being said, the best part of the chocolate news for today, Beyoncé released her new album called Renaissance.
0: It's so good.
1: And it is good. And I'm not a big Bay fan, but I do have the Lemonade album,
0: which is and, which is the, one of the best albums of all time.
1: Yes, I, I don't know
0: if that's a hot take or not, but it it, it really is.
1: I I I think the Lemonade album told some truth for Beyonce because at that time that was a lot of heartache and basically she let her through her album she let her husband know I can keep you or I can drop you you know and I I think I think she had some hard truth and I think Jay-Z got some hard truth out of helping you know seeing that album created and he learned a lot but I think with Renaissance she's sort of doing what Silk Sonic did taking a step back and you know, Sonic has the success of going back to that sound that everybody loved, which was after the height or the early height of rock and roll. We we got the '70s sound and disco, but also the development of house music. And I think what Beyonce has done is she's, you know, renaissance. She's dipped in the house, Chicago house music sound and she's done a little bit of disco because you hear a little bit of Don Summer in there. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 very exciting. I mean, I was rocking to the beat, if I can say that still. You know, it, it it's it's a good album.
0: It really is.
1: It really is. And I mean, and for those of you out there, you can get it streaming, CD, and believe it or not, you can get it on vinyl. Oh, yeah. He, when I was ordering um, my the album, the least download onto my phone, it was saying that I could pre-order a vinyl copy of her album and it would come out in September. So, you know, record players are coming back. So if you want to play it on a record player, for those of you who may not know what a record player is, <laughs> it's that an album originally is a round disc that you put on a player and play unlike a CD where you pop it into a thing and play, but, you know, vinyl's coming back and it's going to be on vinyl in September. So, you know, I think that's talking about going back. I think it's fantastic. So.
0: It really is.
1: But that is the chocolate news for today.
0: Well, thank you, Andrea, for coming on and discussing all of that good chocolate news. You're welcome. And uh, folks, uh, you can find more information about today's topics and past podcast episodes at www.thecincinnatiherald.com, the SESH newsletter, or on our social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And I also want to thank the Ohio Lottery again for sponsoring this episode, the Ohio Lottery, keep a fun Ohio, play responsibly. And make sure to subscribe to our podcasts on your favorite podcast app, Our podcast is on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Amazon, YouTube, and Google Podcasts. I'm John Alexander Reese, and have a good day.